Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Got my partner Matt with me. And today we're going to briefly talk about the Chicago Blackhawks allegations. We're going to talk about the uh, Lightning uh, Lightning and Habs uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Matt actually has it on the tube over there. He's watching one nothing Lightning right now. And uh, we'll start off with predictions for that. Matt, what are your predictions for the for the Stanley Cup Final? I, I think it's going to be the two best goalies going at it since Dallas is Eddie Belfour and Buffalo's Dominic Hasek. Wow. So you got Carey Price for the Canadians in that, who's Hall of Famer. He deserves a cup. Great goalie. Been on some bad teams, some good teams, and they're close. Uh, but I think Matt, or I want to say Matt, uh, Vasilevsky. Is too good. Tampa's offense is too good, and I could see them winning in six. Lightning in six. Lightning in six. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Habs in six. Uh, I think that they're riding a a a, a, a luck streak go, going on here, and I don't think their luck has run out yet. I I think Corey Price may be the uh, d- definitive factor in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he plays out of his mind, you know they have. Uh, just as good of a chance as, as Tampa Bay. Uh, if he plays any worse than what he's been, which has been stellar, it's going to be an, uh, it's going to be a bloodbath, but, uh, but Hey, we'll see though, man. Uh, yeah. you know, if, if Braden point comes in and, and keeps on doing what he's doing, um, you know, they might make a quick work out of the Habs. So, um, I, I think that, you know, those are the big things is, um, is, um, Braden Point going to be the deciding factor here. To be honest with you, man, I think that Braden Point has been the uh, their number one player. Yeah, he, he saved them. I mean, Stamkos was hurt. Uh, he, well, he's hurt a lot. Kucherov was hurt, and this guy was their the goal scorer. He was the Debrinkat of the Lightning. And uh, I was I want to get back to what you were saying about the Habs. I I know Carey Price is the man there, but. A lot of people are not talking. Well, they are talking now about Philip Deneau. If he plays like a David Boland did in 2010, they have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. They could beat the Lightning. And he has to bring it every night against this team because they have so much firepower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The guy doesn't get really any any credit or any... It, yeah, it's because he's not scoring goals, but he yeah. is. he's just a good center. And seeing him start his career in Chicago it's like oh he's gone and we could have had a guy we could have had him still it's just it pisses me off yeah the <laughs> thing know? is I think when 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 he was even playing with the Hawks uh, they wanted him he to was a be call a, up yeah, yeah they wanted him to be a, a a goal scorer and that's not his game well, I don't think that's what really... they wanted bowling too right they wanted they they London Knights this guy's a goal scorer no, not all guys are going to be like that and right I'm glad they were patient with bowling yeah, no kidding. He completely yeah. d- developed into a different type of uh, yeah. type of player. But you know, moving on to the elephant in the room, everybody's yeah. talking about it. You know, it's huge. The sexual assault allegations of the two lawsuits that have been brought against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, in uh, quick story w- behind it, in 2008, 2000, two thousand from two thousand eight to two thousand and ten, the Blackhawks had uh, their video coach, who was Brad Aldrich. And in their cup winning year, he's accused of sexually harassing a player. It is the, the player has not been named. He's known as John Doe. And uh, this player brought it to 
um, to his skills coach, which was uh, skills coach was Paul Vincent. He spoke to the to the mental skills coach, and then he brought it to to um, Al McIsaac, Stan Bowman, and John McDonough. They had a meeting. They called Paul Vincent in, and Paul Vincent had recommended that they contact the the Chicago uh, Sex Crimes Division, and they denied his request. And he, and he, here's the thing uh, about it: going from this point on, you know, there's there's a lot that I w- that I want to touch on this, but, and I, I'm 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 losing my train of thought. But I'm Take I'm going to keep I'm I'm going to keep on going with the story. So. That summer, Brad Aldrich leaves, and he goes on to another opportunity, I believe, in Florida, and then he goes on to another opportunity in Michigan. And at each place, he got positive references from the Chicago Blackhawks. He gets an assistant coaching position at a a Michigan high school, and he he, he does something. And he is charged with, uh, with, with sexual harassment of a of a seventeen year old, and he was found I, guilty fourth degree sexual harassment. I have to involving stop you a right here for a minute. So I coach for USA Hockey. You have to get a background check, right? You you have to get your fingerprints. You know, it's a background check, and you you have to get screened. There's a class on it. How did this guy? not get questioned by USA Hockey. How is Stan Bowman going to be the head of USA Hockey by picking the team representing us with the Olympics? Right. It's crazy, dude. It's it crazy. Is. All the stuff you got to go through to be a, a a kids coach. This guy is USA Hockey coach college. Right. It's like the highest level, you know? It's it's insane. But sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to throw that out there. So, somehow this guy and actually that's kind of that's kind of hammering the point. Him getting a positive reference for the Chicago Blackhawks is believed why he was able to get this position. So, so he, so he's charged with fourth fourth degree, uh, you know, sexual harassment. He's he's a registered sex offender now in Michigan, and this kid is suing the Blackhawks, or I should say, his family is suing the Blackhawks because. They believe that it is because of his their positive reference, which allowed this guy to continue to coach and to and to continue to do these things. Okay, now there's a couple yeah. points that need to be made here. Um, I've been on Reddit and I've been messaging with people about this, you know, talking about it. And one thing that comes up that I, I think that is completely out of context is where is Jonathan Taves during all this? First of all. The players have absolutely nothing to do with this. This is a management. This is a management problem. Okay, a player had an issue with the video coach. He told management about it, and management decided to do nothing about it. This has nothing to do with with Jonathan Taves. This has nothing to do with Patrick Kane or any of the other players. It, yes, they don't hire. Coaches, yeah, they're, they're not. They're they don't not, have that power. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not the people to say, oh, you know, uh, we're going to do something about this because there's nothing that they can do. This this information was taken to the people that make decisions and the people that are supposed to act on it, and they did nothing. So, the captain, the captain of the team, leads the team on the ice, and he doesn't 
take care of these kinds of issues off of the ice. Because for all that we know, this player may have told his friends and other and other players that I don't want you guys to say anything about this because um, I don't want my family to know about it. Or I don't want it made public because I'm embarrassed that this happened, you know. And 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 these are some some legitimate reasons why players haven't said anything. You know, minding their own business, which is something that a lot of people don't uh, don't 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 do these days. And the blames fall squarely on John McDonough, uh, Stan Bowman, and we'll throw Al McIsaac into it too because they were in the room, yeah. and they were in the room, and they were the ones who made the decision. I guess ultimately it goes down to John McDonough, but still. Bowman could have said something like, this is ridiculous. I don't stand behind this because it's wrong. And this is a question that is A or B, you know, white or black, hot or cold in an ethics class in college, which I'm sure that Stan Bowman and John McDonough have taken. This is like ethics 101. What happens if somebody comes to you with sexual assault allegations? What do you do? Sweep it under the rug or notify the authorities and contact the appropriate people about it. <laughs> Do you know what I well, mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, I hate to bring like religious, religious talk into this, but the Catholic church did this um, with their priests. Like they, they, uh, I went to a Catholic school. One of our uh, Christian brothers in the seventies was, you know, doing inappropriate things. And then when I was there in uh, 2004, I believe, they sent them somewhere else and mm. it's like, okay, you, you, you sent them somewhere else. You, what is that guy going to do somewhere else? That's pretty much what the Hawks did. You know, they enabled it and yeah. I'm, I'm behind that family in, in Michigan because it's bull crap. It is, it is. And you know, I think the hardest thing is that people are wanting answers and they want answers today. You know, uh, as of today and an investigation has been launched by, uh, by an outside law firm that uh, has no no connections with the Blackhawks, has never worked with the Blackhawks before, and has not worked or does does not work with the NHL. So they are completely independent, and it's being led by a former federal prosecutor. And they're going to investigate. Uh, they're going to investigate this case, and then they're going to they're going to let everybody know what they find in it, whether it's uh, whether it's bad or good. So, uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens, but, um, it's really hard not to jump to conclusions, man. It's really hard not to jump to conclusions when something like this pops up because, you know, I've been a Blackhawks fan for a long time, man. And, and this isn't something that I, that I stand for. You know, I don't stand for, uh, for, for people being silenced. I don't stand for, you know, the weak, uh, not getting, not, not getting their time or being preyed upon. And, and, and if this happened, then uh, Danny Wirtz needs to needs to make his uh, needs to make some tough calls here. He's going to have to fire some some people because if I remember correctly, Danny Wirtz wasn't really a part no, of the organization. This is, this is Rocky too in two thousand and ten. One hundred percent Rocky. And and to be honest with you, man, Rocky runs the organization with a very hands off approach. Meaning well, he that, pays people to do it for right. him. Right. So he's so, yeah. he's not a how do you um. He's not an everyday. He's ops not like guy. a like a Jerry yeah. Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, no. like the, the the owner and the GM, where he's running day to day operations. I th- he he funds it. Everything and he wants was results. everything yes. was put forth at McDonough. McDonough ran the whole show, 
and Rocky signed the checks. Essentially, but that does not mean that um, that there's no responsibility that that falls on here, and and ultimately the the responsibility may fall onto may fall onto Rocky to have to make some tough decisions here. Do and you think he even knew about it? I don't know. Like, I, to be yeah. honest with you, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. And I think McDonough leaving or getting canned, I don't know if maybe this had something to do with that. But I think um, I was never a McDonough guy. So, I mean, I'm not. But I'm not. And this is not cool. If he knew about it, they should have said something. Maybe he resigned. But I, we're never going to know unless McDonough gets involved in this. It's pretty he suspicious. Should even, he well, should man actually, up and say, "Hey, I left for this reason. Yeah, I didn't agree with it. That would help out. That would help this case out a lot." Well, um, to be honest, I mean, he's not going to say, "Well, Stan Bowman decided we're not going to do this, and and uh, so that's why I left." He's the guy in charge. You don't have. Well, he was people, the president. Yeah, yeah. You don't have your people under you tell you what to do. You know, essentially, you make yeah. the decision, and then it 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 fall it falls on you. Now. I, I think that it's very looking at last summer McDonough being fired and then Bowman being promoted to president. I wonder if something came to light about this. If maybe Bowman went to Rocky and said, look, these allegations are coming up. I specifically told McDonough that we need to contact the sex crimes division. And he told us that we're not going to do it. But I told him this years ago. This is coming up. This is what happened. This is the truth. And Rocky's like, you got to go, John. That's it. Stan, you get a promotion. And Danny, uh, you're going to oversee um, the, the business. A- you're going to oversee yeah. the, the business Bowman. aspects. Yeah. Along with, uh, I, I forgot her name, the the woman oh, who's the running woman. the business side of things. How would you like to be her? Your first year and this gets placed in your on your desk. It's that's, rough. Yeah. Oh, well, to be honest true. with you, it really has nothing to do with her because she's, no, well, doesn't. I mean, in a way, she's not responsible for what happened or what is going to happen, no. considering that she's running the business portion of the of the business for the Blackhawks. This falls on Stan, because Stan was there, he and, was. A, and yeah. Al McIsaac. And, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I, I left out Gary, what's his name, Gary Wilkes? I honestly don't. He was a I, skills coach. Not the skills. They were asking Mark Bergevin. No, he was the mental, the mental, the mental skills coach. And Mark Bergevin was there, wasn't he? No knowledge. He he said he was the director of personal personnel development at the time. Players, yeah, yeah. But he said that he had no knowledge of it, uh, which, to be honest with you, is it's pretty convenient to say. But um, when your team's in the final, you gotta say, "Hey, I'm worried about the cup right now." Yeah. Um, Who knows? And what if he signs something? You know. Yeah, who knows? And then you got uh, Shevel Day off, right? The GM yeah. of uh, the Jets. He was involved in it too. Yeah, he wasn't in the meeting though, where they denied. Where, where, oh, where they denied him? Where, where they the, denied that know. they were not going to pursue uh, litigation with the sex crimes division. It was Al McIsaac. So uh, I, I think you know I got to look this guy's name up because yeah. I don't so want to get this wrong. You're in that office, don't you think everybody in that office that had something to do with it should be canned? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's largely dependent on their stance on it because this was John McDonough's. Uh, M- John McDonough is solely responsible for the de- for, for that decision because he's yeah. the one in charge. He was the president. He yeah. could, you know, Paul McIsaac and Stan could have been like, "Look, we absolutely need to, um, to 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 to, to get the Chicago PD involved," and 
McDonough could have said, absolutely not. We are not doing that. Yeah. And if you, well, if this was 2010, this, right? Right, right. Well, we know why it wasn't. Right. <laughs> when you're in the, <laughs> when, when you're in the final for the first time in what, since 91 and you're about to win your first Stanley Cup. Yeah. You're not, you don't want any of that bad press. And that's what they did. Yeah. So, well, hey, so do you remember when we were younger? Probably you were probably in high school. I was probably just <laughs> going into high school. Uh, Theo Fleury. You remember yeah. that incident? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that now follow the Hawks probably have no idea. The Hawks have always been like this. Yeah. So Theo Fleury went to a bar, strip club. With Phil Housley, great American-born defenseman. Phil Housley was uh, playing great on the Hawks that year. I'm not sure. Was it 20? Was it 2002 or 2004 or something? I want to say it was 2002. So the Hawks were doing great that year. And then this happened. Theo Fleury gets arrested. Theo Fleury gets put into the NHL abuse substance program. Yeah, he had he had cocaine. Phil Housley gets traded, which he was awesome that season. I remember watching him. He was doing great. Tyler Arneson was the only one left that was there that stayed on the team. But no one knows about it because they're so tight-lipped about stuff. They won't talk about it. You know what's ironic about that is Phil Housley and Theo Fleury played for Calgary at my first Blackhawks game that I went to. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man. I I was a big uh, Phil Housley fan, and when Theo Fleury was uh, signed with the Hawks, I went to a game, and I'll never forget this. He was skating in warmups, throwing pucks to kids, giving them winks, you know, and and kids were like, "Oh, that's great," you know. And I'm like, "Man, this guy's pretty freaking cool," you know. And I know he he's had a rough life, Theo yeah. Fleury. I don't know if you read his book. He's he's been you know um, abused by his. Uh, what do they call High school it? coach, he, right? Or his might coach? High school coaches. He's lived with families when he was in junior hockey, and they abused him, some people. And he's just had a rough life. But anyway, that I mean, not a lot of people know about it. So if you don't know about it and you want to learn about it, Google it because it's kind of interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. His uh, the, the guy that I'm referring to is James Gary, and he was the mental skills coach. So okay. James Gary... Al McIsaac, Stan Bowman, and John McDonough were in this meeting with with Paul Vincent, who yeah. was the skills coach at the time. And Paul Vincent told them that they need to go to this to the Chicago Sex Crimes Division, and it was ultimately decided upon that they would not do that. And I I, I honestly think that decision falls solely on John McDonough. I think Stan Bowman has to take some responsibility too. Because I'm sure he had a lot to do with hiring that guy in the first place. Because John McDonough is not a hockey guy. Right. He will never be a hockey guy. Right. They were. That's why they relied on Bowman, they Dale Talon, you know, all those guys. Well, who knows? I mean, who knows if anybody even knew about this guy when they were hiring that that he had yeah. these issues? Yeah, I mean, and even uh, what Sopel came out, Nick Boynton came out saying, "Hey, they'll they'll help. They they can vouch for." these people claiming abuse against this guy because they've, they've seen it and they've heard about it. So I wonder who the player is. That's, I mean, could you I mean, imagine I, it if it came out and it was Jonathan Taves? I mean, if it was Taves or, I mean, like, isn't it kind of funny to think about it? 
Adam Burrish was a part of our program. The broadcast team, you know, he was on with Sharpie. He was on with uh, Pat Boyle. Yeah. He's gone. He just disappeared. You know, you know? He, I know recently he had a kid. Well, I don't want to, I'm not going to say, hey, it's got to be Burrish. I'm not trying to guess, but I'm like, you, you, you think about this stuff. Like, this guy was involved with our organization. He just disappeared. It's like, why? You know? Yeah. And he was uh, huge on the, on the, uh, you know, it, love, it, to be honest with you, uh, with, with NBC Sports shuttering their, their sports division, you know, they could have easily just said, hey, we're making some cuts and Burrish is out. You could be right. You could be right. But you know what? But I, like, this is what my wife said to me when I was telling her the what's going on with the Hawks because she didn't know what was going on. I said, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And she goes, well, you know what? These guys are hockey players. She's like, they're they're physically fit. They're big. And don't you think if a guy tried to do this to you, like you would just go off on the guy? She goes, I know you would. And you're a five foot eight, 170 pound guy that would say, hey, don't ever freaking do that to me again. And wouldn't you, I? I don't think the guy had power over these players. Do you? I don't. I see like. Well, I could. You know what I mean? It's well, still. I'm not saying what he did was right, but right. don't you think these players would have pounded this guy? Well, I. Think you know what that, I'm saying? Well, here's the thing. I I think that he had some sway because as being a coach on whether you're going to use this power, whether over. you're getting ice time yeah. or not, and if you're not getting ice time. You know, you're not getting your opportunity to play. You're not getting your opportunity to play. You're you're losing monetarily on, and your value is going down as a player. So he held that over them, which is pretty much everything. Well, yeah. I don't think you'd pull that shit on Ben Eager because Ben Eager no would way. physically I, kill you. Yeah, who, you know, what even we, Colin Frazier. Yeah, Colin Frazier. So yeah. you know what? It could have been a guy. And I don't. I hate to play this guessing game. Guess who? But I don't think that we should either. No, no, it's it's not appropriate. But it's like you think, like you just said with Taves. You think that's why he's sitting, or, but then they're lying about his illness. But it's just no, like no, I don't think they're lying about his illness. I think that maybe that he, there is something. Wrong. I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, think, fig- thinking about if it was if it him. was a if it was a. Big time player, man. This would rock the bedrock of what the Dude, Chicago Blackhawks are. This would be are. terrible. That would be absolutely heartbreaking and backbreaking to your Jonathan Taves. Says, "Oh God, that he'd be gone. He, yeah. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here. You know what? I hope these players don't say. I can't believe they let this go so long. I'm out of here too. And it's like, oh my God, like, what, yeah. How do you recover from something like that? Well, what happens is you 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 clear out the front office is the first thing that you do. You get an yeah. you get a new front office you that gain runs, trust. and yeah. then and then um, you have to sell the team. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that would be insane. You'd have to. I mean, because there, there there comes to a situation where there's no going back. You know, and and that's why doing the right thing is the most important thing, because there comes a a, a point of no return. And if if Rocky knew about this, he has to, he's going to have to sell the team, man. In in the in the culture that we live in today, and yeah. and you know what, the league will probably make a they will probably make a a big big deal out of it and tell Rocky you got to sell the team because they could because they have the power to they, right they Don't do they? number one and num and number uh, number two is that Rocky selling the team would be huge for the league. It's original six team. I believe they're worth about four billion. That brings, that brings, um, 
how do you say it, more monetary value to the other organizations because right now they're estimated at what they're worth like the Rangers Montreal they're they're all estimated at what they're worth if an original 6 team actually sold for 4 billion that that would um that would give that these other teams like yeah we are definitely worth we're definitely worth five billion, six billion. If the Hawks are yeah. worth four, you know, a team like Montreal or or even a team like Toronto, you know, yeah. which would bring more value to the to the league. So um, say goodbye to the logo, then. Oh uh, man, you know what? That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You know what? I'm going to leave that out of it because it, you know, it's that's another argument and that's another discussion for for I would say a different time. Well, I could see a new owner saying, hey, first we're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to make a point. That's we're jumping way ahead. Sure. <laughs> but, sure. you know, we don't, you don't want to – I mean, Iraqi's done great things. I mean, since yes. he's t- got it, got got the, the team from his dad dying, he inherited it, and he, he's done nothing but great things. Sure, there's going to be bad things. I mean, every team goes through stuff, but this is just – it's too long. It should have been stopped, like, like you said, in that office. Yes, let's do the right thing, right? Not under the rug. And now, like, like we were talking about before, we're, we were we uh, were recording. We, I don't see the Hawks doing anything now this summer. I think this is going to be too backbreaking for them to even. I'm surprised they're even going to go to the draft. It's probably going to be a terrible draft. Like, eh, we'll take this guy because he's next yeah. <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> or uh, uh you know and that's that's a big thing man you know because if stan yeah. bowman has something to do with this how do you send this guy to the draft how do you have <laughs> this guy negotiate for the team right now i, I don't know man i'm i hopefully it's done before this investigation has to be put on turbo drive us i mean we're in the stanley cup final they got four <laughs> right weeks I, I think the draft's in four weeks the draft yeah, and, I mean, and free agency. I mean, you gotta if you get a new GM, this poor guy, he's not gonna sleep. He's got <laughs> he's gotta depend on these scouts. He's gotta I mean I, I would I mean I would love the job if it was like, hey, we want you to be the GM because we, we like what you can do, and I'd be like, Oh my god. I I gotta talk to my European scout, I gotta talk to my Canadian North American scout. That's I, what you're supposed to do though, isn't it, Matt? Well, 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 yeah, but I mean, it's like four weeks to prepare. You know, you got to, these guys are doing this in December. You know? Right. They got guys like, hey, this we've been watching this kid. He's going to be, I think he's, you know, he's underrated and he's, uh, they got him at like 10. We could probably get him if we're lucky, you know, if we do our homework. And I'd imagine that they have a head of scouting. That, I would imagine they have a head of scouting that actually briefs the GM on everything. Oh, for sure. But I mean, what if. They dismissed everybody, <laughs> you know, like anything that had something to do with anything. Like they don't want anything with Bowman's name on it or signature. Yeah. It's like our scouting's heck- actually been pretty good, man. Yeah, we've been lucky. I think we've been lucky. We've got we got that third round pick with Kirby. Yeah, uh, but you know, I I think Bowman's or, no, been that sh- number three pick. You mean? Yeah, the number three pick overall. You're right. But I think we've. Uh, We've struck out on a lot of first rounders, you know. I think, and Boldquist is going to be another one of the list. I think. do. You think that's a development issue, like a coaching thing, and not necessarily the player? Yeah, here and kind of because he's not really patient with these guys. Right, uh, Nick Letty. Yeah, well, he was a trade, 
But, um, you know, he, he gives up on guys a little too soon. Uh, maybe it was a Q thing, too. Yeah. Maybe Q knew what he oh, wanted. Oh, yeah, that's like, another I, one. You know Q was I mean? on the team. Yeah, geez. Well, I he's just a head coach. He's he's almost pretty much, I consider him a player. You know yeah. what I mean? He he's puts out his lineup every night, and he's got his style. I don't think he has something to do with, like, Reporting hey, I want this guy to. Yeah. He's another guy. If someone tried to pull something on him, I could see Q throwing a dude through a freaking door. You know, just. <laughs> but, you know, it's just. It's just a bad dark cloud over, you know, a, an organization that's been pretty pretty good to the city in the last decade, and it's just it's probably gonna, you know, <laughs> it's gonna scare away a lot, a lot of, good of fans. For the, they've done a lot of good things for the West Side, right there. Because, they have because uh, yeah. I remember driving in there, man. It was like Gotham City for a long time. You know? Oof, yeah, it's it's rough, man. It's rough in the city. I, I work in the city a lot. It's not it's not cool sometimes unless you're north and you don't have to worry about someone, you know, jumping you for a dollar. It's insane. Yeah. And it's it's not safe over there. But I know they, they build uh, a couple shops over there. They got that new uh, practice rink yeah. pretty close. That's beautiful. The fifth third. Fifth third. I like how they put the statues of Makita and Hall it looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it looks nice over there now. And, um, you know, and they give these, they're giving these people jobs. You know, at games you see these guys uh, ushering, they're selling beer, they're, you know, they got parking ushers, I guess if you could call them that. And it, They do great things and people don't notice that stuff, but because this is going to be overshadowing it. Yeah. So we will provide an update for this as it goes along. This is obviously going to be something that's developing. Yeah. There's uh, by no the good day. out of it, and uh, and you know we'll we'll take it as it goes. We're also we're also going to write an article about this if you guys want to listen to it or I'm sorry, read it on the that F- FHN net, the Face Up Hockey Network, which we're a member of, and um, we've got a lot of content coming out. We're going to be doing our podcast because it's the finals. We're going to be doing it two days a week. We're going to have articles coming out. And we're going to be posting on Twitter. Talk to us. Uh, send us some comments and some messages. We'd love to talk to you. We're on Facebook, too, if you want to send us uh, send us messages there, you know, and get on there. I post the video of our podcast and the audio version on both Twitter and uh, Facebook. So, you know, if you, you've got your flavor, we've got it for you. But uh, that's all that we got for you guys tomorrow. tonight. This is a Tomahawk, and we're out. Bye.